This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome in, everybody. Another edition of the Rosie Report, spring training edition podcast, our fifth effort at uh, trying to keep you up to date daily on what's going on at Indian Spring Training. Jim Rosenhouse, along with you, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Coming up a little bit later on in the podcast, Mike Sarbaugh, Indians third base coach and infield instructor with some spring training memories from how it was 30 years ago when he first broke into the game and what the differences are compared to these uh, palatial complexes that teams have now that's coming up shortly but first a look back at yesterday's action the Indians finally able to play a home game here in Goodyear as the way the schedule worked out and with the rain out on Saturday they hadn't played at Goodyear ballpark as yet but they did yesterday and hammered the White Sox by a final score of 10 to 2 Shane Bieber impressive on the mound with a scoreless inning to start Others very sharp as well along the way, and some good offense, as you may expect, with that 10-2 final. Fran Neal Reyes with a two-run double. Christian Arroyo with his first home run of the spring, and much, much more throughout the lineup yesterday. As the Indians had uh, pretty much their A lineup in there, and they faced a White Sox team that was on a split squad day. The other half of their roster was at home, and that included most of their big leaguers that we'll see once the regular season begins. So a lot of their minor leaguers came down here to Goodyear yesterday for the game against the Tribe. Now, Shane Bieber, we mentioned, started that game his first start of the spring, pitched a scoreless inning, a 1-2-3 first inning. And after his performance, it's hard to catch up with the guys after the game because especially starting pitchers, they're available to the media right after their outing. So Shane Bieber, after pitching the first inning, was able to meet with the media. And our own Austin Controllis went down and recorded his uh, media session really with just Mandy Bell from MLB.com. She's the Indians beat reporter there, does a great job. And Mandy asked uh, Shane about his effort in his first competition of the spring in a big league game. Yeah, it was great. It was uh, much anticipated. I'm just excited to get back out there and get that feeling of competing and um, facing actual live hitters from a, from another team. Now, was there something specific that you were working on over the offseason? Um, yeah, trying to play around with the cutter. Um, if anything, it helps my slider uh, a little bit and, and creates a little bit more feel for something going that direction. Um, and then obviously just trying to improve the change up and threw a lot of those today and got some positive feedback from it. I mean, how nice is it to finally get that feedback after maybe tweaking it for a little bit? Right, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, I mean, I had some, some really positive feedback with it last year, and then kind of uh, 
uh, it dwindled a little bit. So as long as I'm keeping uh, you know steady progress with it, I'm happy with it. Now it's something a little more off topic. Now with Carrasco, after everything that he went through last mm-hmm. year, and to see him back, I know he has a little bit of a hip flexor mm-hmm. thing right now, but just to see him back competing for a spot in rotation and everything seems to be good. I mean, what does that mean to you and, and the team as a whole? I think everybody's just really excited for him. Everybody takes um, doesn't take his his presence and his relationship for granted because he's such a good guy and such a good teammate and such a presence in the clubhouse day in day out whether he's injured or is he healthy so um you know fortunately what he's going through right now is very minor and we're gonna have him uh you know start the season i'm really excited for him i know tito was talking about possible ideas of, of slowing you down a little bit at the beginning of spring training figuring out ways and then at some point they just said screw it just let him throw the ball yeah. i mean is that is that the way you would prefer it just to go in and just do your regular routines and maybe not be on the backfields a little bit longer yeah kind of if i'm getting on the mound i have a tough time like throwing 75 80 percent um and so i feel like that's the best way to do it is to to try and get game reps and, and put some real effort into each pitch and um <laughs> Yeah, I know. Carl, like, halfway through was like, all right, well, maybe we'll just let you go. So um, I'm all on board for that. And last one, I mean, just bouncing back from your first 200-plus innings pitch, I mean, is there anything different that you did in the offseason for recovery-wise, or is there anything different that you're going into spring training doing, or is it just... Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I took a, a little bit of time off, but really just kind of tried to keep the same schedule as last year, uh, or, or last offseason, um, and I'm feeling good. Perfect. Thanks so much to Mandy Bell. Always does good work if you want to catch her work on the Tribe. Just go to Indians.com. It's right there on the front page on uh, most of the days, and we thank her for chatting with uh, Shane Bieber about his performance yesterday in his first start of the spring. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Mike Sarbaugh, Indians third base coach and infield instructor, is here at spring training, and he's been doing this for 30 years as he broke into the game as a player with the Brewers and uh, that was his first spring training camp. Then it was on to Cleveland starting in 1990. So uh, he has been around a long, long time, both as a player, coach, and a manager at the minor league level. And he says when he, he looks back at how things were when he first broke in spring training-wise compared to now, big, big difference. Well, uh, you know, it, <laughs> you'd have the staff member would write everything on a board and uh, on a piece of paper and hang it up and, I, it was really, there was no computers, there was no technology, it was more just baseball. Um, you know, baseball in, in itself is very similar, but I just think that the technology has really changed everything. Now you've got every move the player makes, he's getting videoed. Um, with Just with the technology for the pitching and, and the hitting, it's just changed a lot. So it's, it's, uh, it's much different, but the same. If you were getting videoed all the time, would that have been a help or a hindrance? <laughs> that would have not been good. Trust me. Um, yeah, it's uh, not not a good thing. But you know, I do think what the way the game has changed, and it's for the better. Um, but I think you can't forget about how the game used to be played too. So you got to balance it. And probably maybe the biggest difference that you were mentioning: you go to Milwaukee, and they trained out here. Mm-hmm. The minor leagues were in one spot. But the major leagues were in a different spot? Because you look at here now, and everything's under one roof, which is great. Yes. Yeah, it was very strange, uh, just because uh, the minor leagues with the Brewers were in Peoria, and the big leagues was in, in Chandler. So, you know, it was more just the minor league staff and the minor league players, and, you know, you, you just that was your spot. And if anybody had to 
was getting called up to help for spring training game, you had to drive, you know, over to Chandler. So it was much different. You go to you join the Indians organization a short while later, and spring training's in Tucson. What was spring training in Tucson like? Well, you know, I, I get when I got traded, I was like, I was excited because you know I'm getting close back to the East Coast, so I was like, oh, awesome! So I arrived in Tucson, and in with the Brewers, I had this nice big locker, my own locker. I get to Tucson. The locker was half the size, and I had to share it with somebody. So I was like, okay, it's a little different. Do you remember who you shared it with? <laughs> oh, my. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> and I just remember, too, like um, there, there was a cage where the clubhouse, man, the, the horse would stand behind. And right in front of it was this big tub for the soup. So you'd have to go and ladle your own soup. So, and you'd, if you could find any noodles or any piece of meat, you felt lucky. So that was your lunch. So it's uh, it's changed a lot. There's that's there's no doubt. And then you move from Tucson to Winter Haven. Uh, I know it was supposed to go to Homestead, but on short notice, Winter Haven uh, stepped up, and, and that's where the Indians were for quite some time. That had its quirks too, didn't it? It did, uh, and especially the, there was no weight room. The way they had to set up a tent to have a weight room, uh, but. You know what? Being there, I mean, Winter Haven became your home after a while. Um, I remember after the hurricane, I think it was in 2004, we'd be in spring training and you'd hear raccoons or mice or up in the, in the ceiling tiles running across, and you're like, wow, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> um, but you know what? We made it our, our home, and... Uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, thinking about the uh, gator, the, the, the guy that worked in the, on the grounds crew. He'd find a little alligator. You know, he'd tie its mouth shut, but he'd throw it in, like, the showers, and, <laughs> and people would be running scared. It, it, was, it was crazy times. It was fun times. Indians third base coach and, and infield coach Mike Sarbot joining us. Hey, you get to work with, with some of the best in the game in Francisco, Lindor, Jose Ramirez, now Cesar Hernandez on that infield, and, and even Carlos Santana, too. Uh, what is the common denominator from them from a, a success standpoint that maybe you can pass along to kids that, that they might not realize about these guys when they just see them in the game having success defensively? Well, <clears throat> the one thing is just the passion for the game and how much they enjoy being out there uh, and the way they work and they go about their business. Not any, not everybody is uh, has that those natural abilities, uh, but everybody can have a passion. So, you know, for the younger players, you just want to see how they go about their business. You you try to emulate them all you can. I know I, as a kid myself. You know, I, I'd go through lineups, you know, different stances, and how, you know, how they played shortstop. And, you know, I think kids today need to do those things. And still, uh, it, it's not just playing on the video game now. It's just you still got to watch the game and learn from them. But our infield is uh, their special, special group. And not only what they do, but I think it's the first time, what, since the 70s that it's an all-switch hitting infield. That's pretty special. And work ethic-wise, none better than – then uh, Frankie, Jose, and, and now Cesar. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, still getting to learn Cesar. You know, it's it's been hard, a little difficult for him. He since he's been 16, he's been in with the Phillies. So it's you know, this is a new place for him, new people. He's get trying to get comfortable. Uh, but we, were, me and Tito, were talking yesterday. He reminds us of a young Estrubo Cabrera when he's out there. Um, 
So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to having him and Frankie work together. Uh, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. They really they challenge each other, which is great. Uh, and uh, it's been good so far. All right, Mike, go get yourself a bowl of soup. See if there's some chicken and noodles back there. <laughs> hey, maybe half a sandwich, too. All right, thanks, Jim. That's Mike Sarbaugh, Indians third base coach and infield instructor with some good stuff right there. Hope you enjoyed that. And that's going to put a wrap on another edition of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition as we join you each day from Goodyear or somewhere in the Cactus League as we try and bring you almost daily updates, as we say, and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed them so far. We'll catch you again next time right here on the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 